Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. production on this show is magnificent <laughs> a plus intro no shills no plugs here we are it's time guys it's jeff hawkins last show jeff when I won the U.S. title, I thought I'd start doing promos with my back turned to the camera. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Jeff. Yes. You are moving on to a new venture? I am moving on to a new job, so I can't watch SmackDown Live anymore. Man. You've been here with us since the beginning, Jeff. Yeah, and I'd like to thank you and Jimmy Van for taking the chance on me and uh, letting me ride Rob's coattails over here to uh, Fightful. I am not done with the site yet, to my knowledge. Um, it's just we're going to find something else to do for me uh, because it's just time and logistics. I got to gotta take a straight nine to five, kids. Got to get some sleep for once. Let's, let's just talk about Fightful alumni. Rob was offered a full-time gig at Flow Slam. He passed it up. Good, good okay. idea. That's why he left. You're getting a fantastic new job. Mm-hmm. Elias Theodoru had to graduate up to the UFC top 15. Shane Helms got work with WWE, Ring of Honor, Aralucha. Who didn't he get work with? Matt Riddle became WWN and Evolved champion. Well, I'll not talk about what happened with Vince Russo after, but <laughs> everybody 
that leaves Fightful. I mean, Justin Golightly had uh, full-time work at Champions, TJPenn.com. Brandon Thurston. Yeah, Brandon Thurston. Well, Mookie's still here. He still does work for us. But when I started Fightful, it was like, okay, I'm going to do a Raw and SmackDown post-show. Nobody was doing – no pro wrestling sites were doing live SmackDown post-shows. And I was like, well, I already do a Raw show with Rob, and he was coming with me. I said, made sense to bring Jeff on, and you've been here for two years. It is two years this week, actually. Oh, is it? Wow. Yes. And I see you getting teary-eyed. No, it's actually, I got water in my eyes. I got these lights in my face. We need to do this show. <laughs> I I see it. I mean, it's it's emotional, Jeff. It is. But look, I'm still the, the same jerk on Twitter that you all know and love, so... You know, you ain't getting rid of me that fast. Well, we uh, I'm looking to put something together with Jeff. Obviously, uh, I've got a lot of people I'm actually looking to put things together with. It, I'm, not, I'm not plugging, but Mr. Warren Hayes, I'd like to get something there. I know that both of you are interested in Ooh. NXT, possibly NXT reviews. Man, you're crying over there. I see you. Uh, my eyes are watering. I think it's suntan lotion from yesterday. It's probably uh- <laughs> all those those emotions, not allergies at all. It's all my feels. Oh, oh, my feels. Oh, I'm going to miss you guys. I'm going to miss you most of all, Scarecrow. I don't get the reference. Uh-oh. Oh, no, a running. Jeff Hawkins. Oh, Ooh. no. So-and-so. It's new SmackDown Fightful podcast co-host Alex Pawlowski here Howdy. on Jeff's last night. <laughs> what, what are you doing here? Jeff Hawkins. <laughs> I actually retired about six months ago. This gimmick was put off in the sunset. I hung up my old fingerless gloves and started working with a bandsaw. That's why these actually have fingers. <laughs> it's all prosthetics under here. It's, it's all I've wanted to do was do woodworking in my life. But now they, they, they had me pull out the old do-rag out of mothballs so I could come in here and cut a promo on you and I don't know, insult you and, you know, tell you to get your lily white ass out of here. And so we could have an actual real man co-host the SmackDown live post show. But How I are you cutting a promo that. from prison? They let you, they haven't let you out. I can see uh, you there. Well, you know, uh, he is a real man because he's procreated. So I, uh, <laughs> I got, I got busted for DWI my third in the last two weeks. And so I'm doing a just, just overnight. It's fine. Anyway, Jeff, I wanted I wanted to wish you all the uh, all the best in your proverbial future endeavors, and uh, I wanted to say that no hard feelings, my man. But I will say unto you, sir, it's, it's been a pleasure working with you, and uh, you know I I can't I'm wait not, to. Hold on, I'm not, I'm not dead. Jeff is dying. <laughs> Jeff is dying. Yeah, he's this dying. is his eulogy. Yeah, that's it. That's a. I'm, it, I'm doing NXT with you next month for TakeOver. What are you? Oh, uh, well, I mean, may, may, if you're alive, sure. Yeah, sure. We don't know yet. Might if be you're dead alive, life. sure. As of now, Alex is the ghost of Christmas future. And <laughs> oh, he is Spirit. haunting you. Spirit, what day is this? <laughs> have, I missed, have I missed it? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Alex, I want to thank you so much for joining us. You all will be able to see Alex joining me next week on the post-Smackdown podcast. We have often had a little fun at Alex's expense 
due to the fact that he has had to cover Raw yeah. so many times. Yeah. And SmackDown, I'm not going to call it strong this week, but mm-hmm. hot dog. Yeah, that was strong. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I get to cover James Ellsworth again. So how can you how go. can anything really cover James Ellsworth? No, His I mean, own trunks barely do the job. I mean, that's, Roman that's Reigns and James Ellsworth in one weekend. I know. It's how? Just, I don't know. Back to back days. Your professionalism. I got to start getting more sleep. But then again, I got a one year old, so that's not happening. <laughs> Alex, thank you. I will see you. Night. Next oh, week. night next week. I thought he was staying. No, no. I, I, I got stuff to do. I'm not <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> Bye. Guys, my SmackDown match ratings podcast notes will be up on the site in the morning. Uh, if you all missed the Holy Smokes MMA podcast, today was our most watched live show ever. We broadcast on YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Go check that out. We preview UFC 226. That is a super fight headlining this show on Saturday. I'm going to hit you all with a programming note. Because Jeff and I will make predictions later on. New Japan G1 special from San Francisco. I'll be doing that post-show first. Then I'm doing the UFC 226 post-show. Unless I get so emotional here over Jeff's tears. You look miserable. My eyes are just watering. Give me a moment here. (laughs) Wow, I knew it. I knew that you cared. I knew that it meant something to Jeff. He's trying to play Mr. Tough Guy like he... Like, he didn't want to be here. Like, like it didn't bother him that much to leave Fightful SmackDown post-show podcast. Now, granted, he's not dead. Maybe dead to all of us, including you, the viewer. Because Shake Them Ropes isn't on anymore. But Hot Dog, here we are. It's time to talk. SmackDown Live opens up with a Team Hell Nah segment. We get a Team Hell No package. Where uh, And then they're brought out to the ring. I want to say, I rather like this entire first segment. From the video to Daniel Bryan not ignoring the fact that Kane was a bit of a bitch to him for quite a while. I, you know what, Here, here's my critique of, of that part of the segment. I Their problem with these nostalgia acts that they do is that they have to they feel the need to play every single note that you remember from the act. You know, they can't really move on and and I, look, I don't need to be reminded that they they, they used to fight. I, I mean, now they are together. So I I didn't need a rehash of, oh yeah, they used to argue and now they have to come together to figure out how to it, it just it's I I didn't buy it cuz Kane came out to save him. He wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been together if he hadn't come out to save him. So my I'm already all in on this team. I don't need to see hey, do you remember when they used to fight? And do you remember when they used to argue and then they'd make up and hug and we'd all clap? I I get that. That's just a minor critique though. I I enjoyed this and I especially enjoyed the Usos in this. Yeah, I thought they every came, time they talk, man. I they love raised it. the bar on this segment quite a bit and made me enjoy it. I love it. Every single time I hear these guys speak, it just exudes believability. So uh, Kane wanted a fresh start. Kane and Daniel Bryan ran down their history. Kane says that Bryan always has a demon watching over him, and Bryan goes, well, not really. You kind of tried to ruin my career, and man, I thought that back in 2014, it really should have been revealed that corporate Kane was sabotaging the authority all along. 
Corporate Kane should have been the ace in the hole for Daniel Bryan that was looking to help out his friend. But man, oh boy, there was some bad creative back then. I mean, there 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 has been all along the way, but they really missed on that, I thought. Well, yeah, no, that would have been very, very kind of cool. Um, I, I'm also glad that they did not drag out this, well, he really wasn't watching over me this whole time thing. That's yeah. what I was afraid of. I thought it was going to be another of the bickering team hell no until they finally get their act together, even though I think they're going to lose at uh, at Extreme Rules. But uh, you know what? It, it, I <laughs> We all have ideas that they could have done that would have made angles better. That That's one of them. Sure is. Uh, Daniel Bryan explains all the things that Kane has done to him. The Usos interrupt. I, I, actually, Kane and Daniel Bryan get into a yes-no battle that leads to the Usos coming out. And they say that hugging doesn't earn you a title shot, but just in case it does, they hug four <laughs> times. <laughs> that was the best. That was absolutely the best. We get three title shots now, Us. Um yeah, and they look they look trim and fit. I remember there was a time when we were commenting that one of them looked really out of shape. Both of them looking real good right now. I think them and uh, maybe the Good Brothers been all been going to CrossFit with uh, Becky and Sheamus and the boys. I used to be able to tell them apart because of their physical condition. I can't tell them apart anymore. Daniel Bryan has to hold it together when Paige comes out and says the Smack Team Tag Team Championships. I'll forgive it. I'll forgive it. It, it happens to everybody. So It does. It happens to me almost every week. She makes the match. Usos versus Team Hell No. If the Usos win, they're added to the match. I thought that was a creative way to stretch this out, add some stakes, get this team a win. Also, as I'll mention a little bit of an added layer later on about this Usos thing, but I, I love this opening segment. I loved almost everybody involved in it. I think it's also one of those, sometimes they make stipulations that make no sense. This is a stipulation that makes sense. If you beat the team that's in the title match, you're in the title match too. Okay. Damn right great. it does. Damn right Although, does. although I would have even, I would have even raised and go, you're in the title match instead. Sure. Sure. But see, I feel like maybe, I mean, you, you can always count on WWE to run back Kane versus anybody. Yeah, and that's that, also that's that, also like they also have that nasty habit of tipping their hand that they're not really going to do something. This exactly. this actually gives an air of mystery to it as to whether or not this will be a three way or a two way. Yeah, that's why I was cool with it. Jeff Hardy backstage, more weird shit from him, but I love the face paint. Oh, the the, the visual when he turns and the eyes are closed is always great. It's just the. The pretentious <laughs> on this Fourth of July weekend, I have this symbol across my, you know, whatever. I, I you know, it, it's fine. I, I, I think they've been relying on the secondary title open challenge trope a little bit too much, though. Just have the match. So Jeff Hardy is issuing his open challenge. Shinsuke Nakamura very limited still from a dog bite that he sustained. They kept him off of the Jap of uh, the Japan cards, Japanese cards this weekend. Ooh, that's yeah, tough. that's a shame because I thought they may have belted him in one of these shows too as a possibility. Yeah, um, or maybe you know, drop it one night and or win it one night, drop it the next. Um, I, I will now say that Corey Graves was on fire tonight. Yes, he was all night, and especially when he's going, yeah, and Seth, this bit him. When he tried to do it, I mean, could not help himself to reference this thing on air. 
without actually acknowledging it. Um, so kudos to him for the sly humor. This match was kind of the story of the night. Just an okay match. The Miz answers the challenge. Dodges an early swanton attempt, but we're welcomed back by Miz booting Jeff in the teeth. Hardy lands a baseball slide, but eats the barricade outside. And during the commercial, Miz works over Jeff with a figure four. Hardy kicks out of a DDT, gets a whisper in the wind for two. The ref catches Miz, pinning with his feet on the ropes. Gets a twist of fate, swanton bomb. Pin, everything Jeff Hardy looks like he's doing looks like it hurts him badly these days. This match looked like it was in slow motion at times. Yeah, and a Miz-Jeff Hardy title match should be so much more than this. Everything that the Miz does, he finds a way to add heat to. And this just this just wasn't it. I tend to think this was thrown together just for the Cleveland references in LeBron. I got to be honest with you. That, that was my gathering. I mean, just to fill space here and, and also give a quote-unquote main event style match because the Miz is a main eventer to them. So uh, Shout out to our writer, Jeremy Lambert, who said, why the hell is Miz upset for LeBron leaving Cleveland for L.A. when he literally did the same thing? Yes. <laughs> I like that. That was a good touch. Somebody should do this. Somebody should say the same thing to him in Cleveland next time they're there. Well, it's funny because Corey channeled me. I was about to tweet something. He goes, why does Jeff Hardy have a Union Jack painted on his face? I'm like, damn you, Corey. Like it. it did look like it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's just a World Cup fan. I think that WWE United States Championship is ugly as hell. I don't like it. I like the old NWA US Championship. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. And I wasn't really, you know, that that coherent when that thing was, was going around, so I didn't get to enjoy it the way that everybody else did. I think that one's a beautiful title. But, hey, guys, still looking for a potential host for a wrestling championship belt podcast, maybe once every month, once every two weeks. Hit me up if you're interested in hosting and have podcast samples. But uh, we are teased, and WWE has been releasing more and more of their cards early, and they announced that there would be a first annual July 3rd pancake eating contest from New Day, and I was not excited for it. Mm. Not. And usually I'm pretty pumped for stuff New Day does because I think it can be kind of entertaining. I just had no good feelings about this. Fortunately, it's broken up by Sanity. And I like that this made sense. Sanity, even though I don't think they should have gotten beaten last week, it all makes sense in the long run because the Usos faced Team Hell No this week. The Usos got the win. They win last week. They move on. They get, a, they get an opportunity this week. Sanity loses. They resort to attacking a team to keep themselves relevant to create chaos. um yeah i i really this this over delivered for me because i liked byron in this i liked the intros i like that they didn't have time for biggie's intro that's a good rule of threes two long intros and then nope don't have time for you um you know my favorite part of this was the touch where alexander wolf picked up a pancake during this and started eating it while he was beating somebody up i thought that was a nice little thing that was that'd be something that alexander wolf did uh, yeah, I, I didn't like that Sanity lost clean last week in their debut match. That was a bad mistake. Um, it's dangerous to me to do this type of thing where they, they just do the, the random beatdown and then they lose the next week, random beatdown, lose the next week. So we'll see where they go with this. Uh, but this is a decent way to get their heat back against a very popular act in the New Day. And 
damn, is this going to be a, a blazing hot six-man tag match. I think so, especially, you know what? Alexander Wolf is underrated because when he his work in the when they won the NXT title matches and in the war games is when he really came into his own. So I'd really like to see it be Dane and Wolf doing most of the match matches, but I think they're probably going to go with the tried and true Wolf and or I mean Dane and uh, Eric Young, which is fine. Um, I, I it's it's ironic because Eric Young is pretty much the same position that Xavier Woods was what we thought of in the new day that kind of that third guy who's good and can take the falls while the other two guys are more of the stars so it there's an ironic mirror symmetry to these two teams and my god Alexander Wolf looks more like Josh Barnett every single day yes every single day uh, Josh Barnett new free agent Josh Barnett got out of his UFC deal and probably appropriately so So Sanity, New Day, looks like we're going that direction for at least the time being. Oscar cuts a backstage promo on the sexist pig, James Ellsworth. She screams a lot. Ellsworth cuts a pretty generic promo himself. Not his best work in my estimation, but they do these. It's very like 1995, I think. It reminds me of Marty Jannetty and Sid cutting promos to open up Raw like in December or November of 95, because they had some issue at Survivor Series that they were blowing off. And it's like, all right, I get it. Oh, I was thinking 1985 for Ellsworth, because, I mean, this is this was just pure camp, and it was supposed to be bad. And uh, <laughs> I love the shirt. I don't care. It's stupid. It's stupid that he had a shirt yes. made that said, nobody's ready for Ellsworth. But it's endearing. And, and Angry Asuka is is my favorite Oscar to be honest with you. I, I love Oscar when she's angry. Yeah. Well, she was angry in this match. Carmella comes out to ringside to support Ellsworth. Ellsworth keeps powdering out. Back in the ring, Oscar hits an airplane spin and a nasty Ooh. spinning back fist. <laughs> Ellsworth just said, give it to me, and she sure as hell did. Ooh. <laughs> she put this slapping on him. This is as unrepentantly stupid as you can get in WWE, and I loved every minute of it. I love that they made it a double count out, that 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 Asuka didn't get the win, and that she was denied this easy victory by Ellsworth just running around like a moron. Uh, yeah, uh, Carmella on commentary with, with the Graves, uh, Saxton in her play just made it even better. Um, I, yeah, I love that. Just the first shove, he goes, Nope, I'm out of here. Can't do this no more. Perfect. Weasley chicken shit heel. Loved it. He might grow a chin right behind his ear. That's how hard she hit him. <laughs> Jesus. That's, man. And then the second one, which didn't land flush is probably the one that hurt even more. Yeah. So <laughs> they're counted out. They just, uh, Ellsworth just hits the bricks. Mm. He's like, forget this. I'm out of here. See you later. <laughs> and they run all the way backstage to get counted out. I almost thought that Ellsworth is going to run back just in time to slide in. I thought so, too. I thought, and that wouldn't have been a bad call. It would have been funny. It would have got some heat, I thought. Yeah. And, you know, whenever he – I'm pretty sure he's inevitably going to hit the Indy circuit again. He's still doing his podcast, so – that, that's not something they generally let Ellsworth or let anybody do. 
so plus he could go out and say, "Oh, I beat Oscar <laughs> on every independent show." I think, and say, "I'm the first man to beat Oscar." Oh God, he's gonna get booked in Rise and Shimmer and Shine and just, <laughs> just butt kicked by whoever the champ is there. Yeah. So backstage, Paige books Ellsworth and Oscar in a lumberjack match next week, surrounded by all the female talent in the company. I was a little surprised they didn't make this a cage match. Really? Yeah. I thought that would have been the call so that he'd, he'd have to climb out to escape um, the match. Cause that, that tends to be the way they go, but the lumberjack match is fine. It, it's just, you know, we'll wait for the lumberjacks to all break down and start attacking one another and see who sneaks out the win. Yeah. Backstage we have, Shinsuke Nakamura cutting a promo on his phone as Jeff Hardy versus Nakamura is announced for Extreme Rules for the U.S. title. So right now they are advertising a guy who is out of action with a dog bite for a title match and advertising a guy who I was told by a very reliable source has a traumatic head injury because of a car accident in a tag team title match in Bray Wyatt. Your thoughts on the Hardy-Nakamura booking? Um, If he's ready to go, great. Um, look, we were promised this a couple weeks ago. We've had to wait a bit. I, I don't mind waiting. I, I don't mind holding off the two of them because it makes it more special that way. I, I don't need to see them in the ring against each other every week. I don't need to see them interacting every week. I kind of like, I kind of like, I think it's a fortuitous injury in some ways. Um, that said, I hope he doesn't rush himself back before he's ready. And the same with Bray Wyatt, uh, his injury, because his injury far worse. I mean, if he's being kept overnight in a hospital, uh, they obviously had some concerns. Uh, but, uh, as for, I mean, look, as long as man, as long as Hardy doesn't have to work too many shows before this extreme rules should be a pretty good match, I think. But then again, could be Jinder and Jeff Hardy, which I still think is the worst match this year. We've been promised a few matches on SmackDown of late that didn't come to fruition, including Andrade, Cien, Almas, and Sin Cara. That didn't end up happening. This isn't the type of thing you want to make a habit of, although injuries seem to have gotten in the way. They worked the dark match tonight. Yeah. Weird that's, to me that they weird. wouldn't just put that put that on. the. I mean, instead of the Billy Kay-Becky Lynch deal. Although that kind of... That kind of bodes good, well, or it bodes kind of well for Almas, because if they don't think that match is worth putting on, maybe they think it's because they're they they need something bigger for him right now. I don't know. I mean, I think they'll eventually, or maybe they just don't have faith in the match and they just wanted to run it a few times before they put it on TV. That's a possibility too. That's that's understandable, but I'm I'm really puzzled by the absence of Andrade Cien Almas on this show. Yeah, I guess I, my thinking is they just don't know what they'd do after they haven't beat Sin Cara, so they don't put him on. That tends to be their move. I mean, it's lazy because they then they never sit around and think of anything, but it's like, well, if we don't have something for them, we can't put them on right now because pe- then people will be interested in them. So we have to wait till we have something for them, but then we never get around to having something for them. Yeah, it's puzzling. It's It's just... I hate that. You should have. It's so creatively frustrating to me. <clears throat> AJ Styles comes out, cuts a promo. He's welcomed by Rusev, who cuts a pretty simple one of his own. 
they've went full heel with Rusev in this feud now. Uh, I, I will say, I thought it was very funny the way that Rusev distracted AJ Styles at the beginning hey, of this match. Hey, AJ, uh, never mind. <laughs> As Aiden attacks him. Yeah, no, I, I and I thought Rusev's... Uh... <laughs> I love that Rusev always refers to yes, and I'll win it on my holiday. Um, yeah, they went full heel, and the crowd's not letting him go full heel. They weren't booing him; they were still chanting Rusev Day. So it's going to be. This is in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's kind of a heel city. I think they're going to be working against the crowd during this match. Yeah, man, it's this is an interesting one because you Rusev did not get over by healing people. He got over it by being a really colorful personality that people liked, yep. that entertained people, that, that was just a funny guy. And not even always funny, just different, just a little bit different. He's, he has personality and people. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Like his ring work. So he, I mean, the two of those together became a groundswell and now the company is working against it as they are wont to do in these situations when someone really likes someone, but he's not in the plans. Let's let's turn the tide against him and make the crowd not like him anymore. Okay. That's not working. Let's make him look like a geek, you know? So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I, you know what? I still hold out hope that they change the title here for a short time. I I would love that. I think that would, I mean, why not? What what harm's it going to do? I don't see any. So Aiden English hits this rough looking full Nelson face crusher. That didn't, that didn't go right. Jeff. No, no. Uh, (laughs) And, and when the, and when the commentary is going, yeah, that didn't look good. (laughs) I think Tom actually mentioned that it didn't look right. So, um, you know, it didn't look right. Yeah. That, uh, I, th- I think I even saw Aiden say sorry as he was doing the cover after that. 
Yeah, it, it did look nasty. Styles with Fanushi Garoshi that is called a shot to the back of the neck. And then a calf crusher gets a submission. This, much like many of the matches on tonight's show, was just too abrupt for me. Just something missing or just a little too abrupt. This was a short one. Um, They didn't... It's it's weird because last night I thought some of the matches were overstaying their welcome and, and drawing for time. This one was kind of the opposite. It's kind of like, well, let's get in, get out, leave them wanting more and get out of here. I, I, I didn't mind it too much, um, especially if it's not clicking. And it clicked a bit here. I mean, it wasn't bad once it got rolling after the after that. After that Aiden English move, it, it went okay. But uh, no, I think you're right. It was kind of a, well, we'll do some matches here. It's July 3rd. Let's just do the show and get out of here type of show. Sure. I, I completely agree with you. Rusev attack styles afterwards. Accolade is applied. Backstage, we see the iconics, <laughs> Philly K says, of Becky Lynn. She's a sidekick. Who deserves to be kicked to the side? I thought that was a brilliant line. I liked <laughs> I this. Too. This promo was pretty damn good. I thought for one of those backstage promos, they they referenced the history. They referenced Billy got beat, and and Peyton basically said, um, uh, oh. "I like pain." Oh, what is this? This is the ghost of Christmas present. I'm I'm just trying to. I don't even know what's going on right now. Can you guys hear me? Look who it is. It's, it's the quitter. Fightful.com oh. <laughs> post raw podcast co-host Where? of the famous Shake Them Ropes, Rob McCarron. Rob, what are you doing here on Jeff's last night? I, I, I don't know. I'm lost. I was I was clicking links. I, I wasn't I don't know what was happening here. I I don't know who any of you are. This is porn. Get ready. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm looking. That's what I'm looking for, but I can't. I can't find it. I, this is not what I want. This isn't where you parked your car. This is not, dude. Are you dude, eating a hat? Oh. Uh, oh, I have no hat. No. <laughs> no, uh. The dishonorer of bets, Robert McKay. He's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> History has been made on Jeff's last night. The gift that has been bestowed upon each and every one of you. It happened. Wouldn't we even do it for our own it. show. Wouldn't do it for our own show, but did it for you, Sean Ross Sapp. He ate the goddamn hat. Podcasts are an audio medium. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably ate this thing four different times. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, hey, Jeff, how's it going? Hi, Rob. Hey, how are you, bud? Long time no see. How's retirement doing for you? <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what. I'm at I'm at the lake. I got I had to come on in here, slum down to you fools to do this. Yeah. What baseball game are you watching right now? Uh, funny story. Funny story. <laughs> Shohei's back. Whoa. Okay. Yes, true story. Batting six tonight. Yep. Uh, so we got that. I believe they're playing the Mariners. I'm not even sure. Um, there's this big Reds game that's tied. I be, I keep being told that I have to watch the Reds. They're good. Uh, they're that's actually oh. good. No, that's that's Sean Ross and Lanza talking to you. Yeah, Chris Volstead. <laughs> they, they beat games talking. They beat, yeah, yeah. When they keep facing Chris Volstad, who shouldn't even be in the big leagues anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's Chris an easy Volstads, win. and I'll face him every day. The I White Sox have twenty Vol- Volstads they can give you. By the way, <laughs> yeah, they got plenty of those. 
Oh, what have you guys been talking about? What's going on? Uh, what, what's this Smackdown show about? Down live from July 3rd, 2018. Wow. Uh, that sounds, uh, was there, was there porta potty stuff tonight? No, <laughs> no, but I did break the porta potty news. Yeah, I keep, uh, first of all, let's, let's be real here, Sean. All right. I, I get it. You're building a website and what a website you've built. First of all, by the way, uh, it's my go-to. <laughs> it's my go-to. I will tell you that. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me get the cue. Uh, fightful, I believe fightful.com yes, fightful. <laughs> checks in the mail, Sean. Right. Uh, so let me tell you about this website here, folks. Uh, and I only know this via the Twitter. At at Sean Ross Sapp, I believe is still the Twitter handle. Congrats, ten thousand following. Congratulations, ten thousand. I hit ten thousand. Congratulations, Rob. Show. Hold on. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I believe you haven't told him the replacement yet, Jeff. You haven't. You haven't told him. You haven't. You haven't told him I'm the replacement. So, so not Sean. only Alex, it's <laughs> Rob too. Yeah, I, I I quit you, Jeff, so that I can come back. <laughs> that, that's false advertisement. Actually, that is that isn't true. At it's all. not true. It's not. Sean won't have me back anymore. Uh, anyway. Um, so I will tell you this, uh, Sean, you're very excited. You have, you have a little mole uh, handing you the production scripts every week. You seem very, <laughs> wow. very enthused. You seem very enthused you about know, it. I am a very enthused. I don't, I don't know if I need four different links to four different articles to bit, bit and piece this. <laughs> I could yeah, do five. Not, I, I could do five. I, I know you're very excited that Tyson Kidd promoted the third segment of Raw. Wait, hey, hey, that's not true. He I understand. Seth Rollins matches and women's matches. Listen, okay. listen, Rob, I know you're not yes. in the biz anymore, but I got to get those. I know you do. And, and I'm telling you, listen, I'm not hating on you. Good for you. Good for you on the and the whole website there. I, I hope the entire website. I haven't been to the website today. I hope the whole thing is who produced what segment. I hope that's the truth. It's not. Uh, but <laughs> here, here's a little scoop for you guys. Jamie Noble produced the porta potty segment. Oh, okay. That and that seems to make sense. Did Jamie the Noble news potty? generation? Correct me if I'm wrong, but Jamie Noble had done porta potty segments before. Didn't he do anything I'm with sure. Nidia? I, I seem to recall a porta potty segment with Nidia one day. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, there had to have been. Get on that fightful lights. Robert, <laughs> Robert, it has been a joy having you on this show to take us off the rails once more. I will tell you that Sean texted me five minutes after I was supposed to be on this show, probably worried like, "Oh, Rob, no showed again." Uh, yeah, I no. thought. Yeah, I thought you Matt Riddle double booked yourself. I, I was just. Uh, don't get me started on this Matt Riddle guy. First of all, oh won't God. ever be a primetime player. The guy books himself on three shows a night, always shows up to the worst one. Anywho, uh, yes, I was I was trying the whole time to get on this. I even started early. I started, I'll do it for you, Sean. I'll do it for you, Jeff. You're the only two. The only two I'll do it for. <laughs> I'm going to break this row. news. Nobody produced this goddamn segment. That's true. It would have been better. Rob, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Rob. <laughs> so... <laughs> Becky Lynch defeated Peyton Royce. Peyton used a great spin kick. I loved her use of the spin kick in the corner. It was no, a little no, bit different. That's great. She when she did, but the rest of this match was rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't great. It was clunky. I don't think clunky's bad. Fights are fights are. Uh, I don't clunky. I don't mind clunk, hold on, I don't mind clunky if it's a fight. I mind clunky if it's obvious you're trying to do smooth moves like that one off of the top rope where she ended up landing on her side and the head, I think, I think her head landed in her boob to the point where she was in pain. Yeah. 
I mean, that 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 was one I thought, oh, this is kind of off the rails. I mean, they, they, they were trying to do choreography when choreography wasn't serving them. Yeah. Disarmor gets the win. Team Hell No defeated the Usos. Brian wants Kane to apologize for a list of the things that he has that he's done. Kane does it. And we go to the match. I thought this was just a good way to put finality on that. Like, boom, <laughs> end it, move on, address it. But I'm glad they addressed it and closed the hole. I'm glad they got rid of it, quite frankly, because yes. I was afraid it was going to pop up during the match and it was, the story was going to be going into the <clears throat> Bludgeon Brothers match. Can Team Hell No get along or will they be bickering again? No, I'm, I'm glad that they put a button on this. Let me ask, are, are you really, are you shook by the coast of somewhat Christmas present? And Robert McCarron, somewhat Christmas present. Well, it's odd because I can never get Rob to record our own show. And yet well, he'll this, and you saw what happened when I did. Yeah, I know. Well, Rob, Rob comes in and he destroy and he salts the earth, <laughs> burns down Atlanta like Sherman, and then he, he just the leaves. Podcast equivalent of Ron Strowman. You know what? He he's he's the mic drop of podcast. Yeah. He comes yeah. in, does his bit. Kills every time and gets out. He's great. Yeah. Doesn't overexpose himself. Brian busts out the surfboard. Kane grabs both Usos by the throat, chucks them outside. Double Uso suicide dives on Kane. Come back from a commercial seeing Brian clean house. He's worked over, but tags Kane, who plays his hits. Gets hit with super kicks. Usos go for their splash, but Kane grabs their throats. Sends him into Brian's knee. Sends him into a choke slam. They get the win. Isn't as good as I hoped. Kane looked every bit of 51, but some nice little spots here and there. The double choke spot was cool, I thought. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a nice way where they didn't have to go full on the splash to land. Um, but yeah, Kane's showing his age. Um, my, my idea when, he, when, uh, when, uh, for that first segment was when he came back. Why'd you come back, Kane? Well, as you know, I'm running for mayor and I need votes. Yeah. I wish they had just admitted that. Just admit that part. But uh, yeah, um, hopefully this is only going to extend this one pay-per-view period before we're done with it. And kind of a goodbye and a send off to Kane. Cause I think he's, he's really, I mean, you could, he's still in great shape for his age. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. If I, when I'm 51, I want to look like that. Much less for as big as he is. Oh yeah. man. And he still moves quite well. And, he, you know, he's taking dive spots at, at his age. He's, he's doing as well as he can. We just don't need him to be a weekly character. You're going to have to explain this reference to the kids. I don't have to explain anything, Jeff. <laughs> this show is probably getting pulled anyway. WWE's going to sm- – oh, yeah, you're, you're going to leak our scripts? 
Copyright. You've been doing it for weeks. Uh-oh. Wait, who dis? Oh, hey. It's the <laughs> ghost of Christmas podcasting past. Jeffrey, who I thought Joe we came for? to an agreement. <laughs> well, I what thought I was going to stop bothering you for the alimony bills, and I was just going to start stealing from you, and you wouldn't even notice, and everything would be okay. What is this? Well, I noticed eventually. I'm a... I'm a I'm a bit of a spinster with my money. I apologize, dear. Um, how's our kid doing? Dead now. <laughs> oh, you just you just made you made it weird, Dan. How are you? <laughs> Do you know He's how dead. difficult? You know how how just racked with panic I was that three people were going to show up on time. I'm not surprised Rob was the one who didn't show up on time, but (laughs) (laughs) the ghosts of Christmas podcasting future present and past have come back to haunt you, Jeff. Yeah. The real star, the real star of this SmackDown live show has finally appeared. Thank God. Who Rob? No, 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 no. Of course not. Anna was the draw here. We're just guys yakking about wrestling. Fair. Anna. I mean, has has SmackDown gotten any better? Should I? Come Actually, back? not bad. No, not too bad. Not offensive is what I would call it. Yes. Not offensive, and really, that's all you can ask for these days. So it's just boring now. Wow. Fair. 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 I'm trying. To, I'm drawing my own conclusions. I haven't been watching. Man, what's the last? Have you watched much of any WWE lately? Nope. I've watched the UK stuff, but that's because I love the UK guys, not because of WWE. No, I watched I watched um, NXT Takeover because NXT is still amazing. That's also also fair. Jeff mm-hmm. will be doing our uh, NXT post show with Alex next month. I'll be at a wedding, so Jeff's going to step up and do that. Hey. Anna. What's new in your life? The people want to know. Um, quite a lot. Um, I don't sleep Bangs. much nowadays. They look great. Oh yeah, I got bored the other night, and so I cut my own hair. <laughs> um, I've started wrestling training again. If you can see that nice little, there we go. I don't know how I did Ooh, that. I didn't feel it. Fancy. How many yeah. Indian squats are you doing a day? A hundred. Mm, good girl. Yeah. Um. And got some exciting stuff that I can't quite announce yet because I haven't quite told everyone yet involved in this. Um, but good stuff is happening and the Australian scene is booming. And if you're not uh, watching, then you're missing out. Still with EPW then, I believe, because I, I see these photos all the time. I'm, I noticed you were you were training. I w- just wasn't sure how, how many days you had done it, so I didn't know if I wanted to bring it up just yet. <laughs> oh i'm in it now um no it's it's because i started without um without a training group so it's been a lot of catch up but um apparently i'm very good at um actual chain wrestling which is good I so i don't have to be a, a complete heel and just cheat every single time i actually can do something it's nice break all of our arms i can see this yeah yeah. You all should next. check out Anna's Zoya on Instagram. I was very impressed. Yes. Thank you. That was spot yep. on. Uh, it was a very fun night um, up until a certain point where um, two of my friends were attacked at the nightclub. <laughs> um, but we looked really good, so that's all that counts. Who were your friends, Junk Chain and Liberty Bell? 
Um, no, it was Britannica and um, a Bash got. Uh, hey, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like his character. Yeah, yeah. Anna, you have been missed. You will continue Thank to you. be missed. Thank you for showing up and Thank bidding you. Jeff adieu. As everybody knows, Jeff is dying after this show. <laughs> It's a coup. It's a Anna, would you like to share any memories of Jeff before you go? Um, well, that time that he won the lottery rumble to be my husband. I think that's True. how this happened. Um, that time we got divorced the first time. And um, that time we got divorced the second time. That was really nice. Um, Shout out to and the, the time, time someone who runs... Me. Shout out to the time that someone who runs a cuddling business legitimately contacted me to ask if Anna was seriously interested in a green card. Oh, my God. Not that much. No. <laughs> like, you know, there there were many red flags in that situation. And, I, yeah, that, that's my, among the most peculiar peculiar DMs I've ever gotten. My my favorite Anna memory is is when she was in Burbank in a hotel room and uh, you ended up doing the Aussie accent and and you you absolutely killed the show doing that. Me? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it ruled. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and then it took me about six months to eventually break up with you and leave the show. I mean, um, it's it's like it. you guys were supposed to be the actors on the show, and then I just stepped in and embarrassed you all with my abilities. So. Oh, you embarrassed us. Yep. Anna, thank you. Tell tell Braun the check's coming. <laughs> I leave my other husband out of this. Right, well, okay, he's a very bye. nice man. Bye. See you, I Anna. miss you. I miss you already. New Japan G1 special this mm-hmm. weekend. We have full coverage at Fightful.com. Post show right afterwards. Again, thank you to Anna Bauert for joining us. Let's make some predictions, Jeffrey. I'll try. Kenny Omega, Cody, IWGP World Championship, Heavyweight World Championship. You got to go Kenny Omega here, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but I expect further Bullet Club tensions within this, I think. Of I think course. that's the answer to go. Someone Do you, you don't expect teams with Cody or something of that effect. Do you think this all culminates at all in? Do you think it extends beyond that? Where do you think... I mean, this has been teased a long time. We're going back a year. I don't think it culminates until after All In. I, I think I think Cody beat or Cody loses it at here. I think he gets a measure of respect at All In, getting the NWA title, and then eventually stakes something about the NWA title in order to get another IWGP shot in some way. What's next? Let me take a look here. Jay White, Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson gets a bit of a redemption opportunity after the time that he spent in America facing Jay White. I think there's a possibility he wins it, but man, New Japan loves them some Jay White for some reason. Personally, I don't know why. You know, if he hadn't broken his hand, I could see Juice Robinson winning this match here, winning the U.S. title here, and... uh being pretty good, but I think since he's injured, they're going to hold off on it, and Jay White's going to win. Hiromu Takahashi defends the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Dragon Lee. 
Or did you I say, say Dragon, Dragon Lee defends, or did I say Takahashi defends? You said Takahashi defends. This will be match of the night. Yeah, I, can, I, I, think I, so. I pretty much think it'll be match of the night. I think Takahashi will retain, but these two are insane when they're in the ring together. So uh, give me all of this. Chaos's combination of Okada and Will Ospreay against Lij's Naito and Bushi. This will be fun. It won't mean a whole lot, but it'll be fun. You got Naito and Okada in this match. You have Osprey in this match. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and I think Naito will get the pin over Okada to set something up for down the road. The Young Bucks against Lij's combination of Evil and Sonata. I think this is a sleeper match. And it's weird to say that for any Young Bucks match, but it is a bit of a sleeper match. Evil keeps getting better and better, in my estimation. I think the Bucks are winning here, though. And the Young Bucks have been getting better all year. Telling, yeah. Just telling basic stories, you know, certain body parts are hurting right now, and, and we end up sacrificing those to either get the win or cause the loss. I think I think they've been... You know what, as as much as the criticisms have been going on the past couple of years of them, I think this year has been one of their best in terms of in-ring storytelling, So, and I expect them to win as well. Hiroki Goto against Jeff Cobb. Ooh. Clearly the Lucha Underground situ- like contract situation, which prevented Ricochet from appearing on last year's G1 special, seems to be going just fine because Jeff Cobb is able to wrestle on TV. This weekend, not something that really would have been able to happen a year ago, but nice to see that things are changing. I think Goto's probably winning this. Goto's winning it, but it's going to be a nice little Haas match, and oh, the crowd's going to be the hometown crowd's going to be behind Cobb pretty much all the way. So that'll be a little, lot of fun too. Taguchi Japan, that's Tanahashi and Kushida against Bullet Club's Hangman Page and Marty Skrull. Tanahashi and Kushida are winning this because Tanahashi's in it. Yeah. Chaos is Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yanu against Suzuki Goons. Suzuki and Saber. Now, I always just assume that anytime Yano is going up against some big badass son of a bitch, he's going to lose. And I'm always wrong in the prediction. So I'm still going to predict against him. Suzuki Goon's going to win. The only thing that's keeping me from going full on Suzuki Goon in this is that the fact that Ishii and, uh, and Yano lost, at, lost the last big match to them at Dominion. Uh, so they may get the win here, sneak it out, maybe some miscommunication between Saber and Suzuki to start that road going because I think they have to break off Saber eventually. As much as I love them as heels, but man, it's hard to pick. It. God, I love me some Yano and Ishii, but uh, I, 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 you know, you got to go with Suzuki Goon. You got it, but there's a chance that they don't win. Chaos is Yoshihashi, Ghetto, Rocky Romero, Yo and Show against Bullet Clubs. Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, Yujiro Takashi, Chase Owens, and Haku. I thought that was a great addition to the show. Like this match was to get Haku on the show. Yes. Yes, it was. Because he's been on other shows kind of uh kind of just going with uh with the uh DOA down uh to uh the rank, not DOA. Uh what what are their names again? I can't remember. But let, let's put it this way. Show and Yo are going to be uh, showcased here, and they're going to get the win. Yeah, I think so, too. New Japan G1 special this week. And by the way, guys, we have a new channel for some clips. Uh, it's called Fightful Scraps. Go check it out. Pretty much my only plug. Fightful Select. Check that out. Jeff, you are now moving on to 
other things. I am moving on to other things in more ways than one, because this week's Shake Them Ropes will be the first one without Rob McCarron, who moved on last week, although he came back real quick this week. Uh, but <laughs> it looks like right now it's going to be myself and uh, my improv partner, Brian O'Connell, who also has nice. done work for Up Rocks. Uh, so the Billy Hawk will be doing it. Uh, we went to Rise this past weekend, which was a heck of a card. I thought they've been putting on some really good shows here in Southgate. So we'll talk about that. Some WWE and I'm trying to get them to watch a NWA show from 1985 that we'll both geek out about. So uh, that'll be up on the feed sometime this week. If we can get our recording schedules together. Um, and le- Yes. Play that pot it down just a little bit. I'd like to thank Sean Ross Sapp. I'd like to thank Anna Bauert. I'd like to thank Jimmy van for taking the chance on me. And most of all, I'd like to thank those of you who have listened, who have followed me on Twitter. Um, I'm not going anywhere. I'll still be part of the site. I just am not going to be doing these shows for right now. Um, Continue to interact with me. Love all you guys. Thank you for your support. Appreciate it. Jeff, I'm up here. (laughs) I'm up here, Jeff. Gender? Jeff, it has been awesome having you on the Fightful Smackdown post-show. When I started Fightful, I had to have Jeff Hawkins on this show. I thought it was an awesome balance to have Rob McCarron. Boy, was I wrong. And then Jeff Hawkins on Tuesdays. Uh, Since then, I've found my group with Alex, and we're going to try out some things, do some new formats. You all see the things that we're doing with YouTube. We're we're adding things, adding channels, doing a lot of different stuff. So uh, we're going to get Jeff involved in something. You all can always follow him at Crap Game 13. You can follow me at Sean Ross at. Thank you guys. Leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, all that stuff. Jeff, RIP in peace. See ya. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.